After a long wait a time period, the crunchy beat is back. Hi, DJ. How Hi. are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I just, I just like fair warning to the listeners. I just took a 90 minute power nap. Is it still a power nap? If it's Fuck longer yeah. than like 20 minutes, four hours, that's a power nap. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy took a snoozer. Had to had to recharge the old batteries. <laughs> that's that's kind of sounds like yeah. that's like the concept of the last couple of weeks between us has been recharging batteries a little oh, bit. Yeah, um, oh yeah. But uh, as always, I mean, we talk every day, but now it's time. It's good to see you again. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's good to actually be face to face, or I guess over the internet. But still, I mean, it's just good to see your beautiful face. And face to face. If if yeah, we, lo- shout we, love, Daft, we love Daft Punk. Daft Punk. <laughs> Um, and we also uh love our, our hats, by the way, because we are yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we are we have the same hats that we got sent. Uh what is it, a blue vintage? They yeah, blue bus. Us. blue bus, blue bus, blue bus vintage. They are uh they sent them to us and we both chose the same hat because we both mm. looked at thought it looked sick and it does look That's sick right. now that we both look at each other right. we both it's look sick as well. very good for the, list, for the listener at home we are wearing the same hat <laughs> the exact same hat but it's a dope, vintage, <laughs> dope vintage 1996 atlanta olympics hat it's sick as fuck honest to god it's it like is. one of my favorite hats now it is it is sick i've been i've been on the hat game a lot recently and this is definitely a going how going mm-hmm. out hat for me yeah. um but yeah, other than that, I mean, we've been uh, we've been chilling. I well, I've been chilling. I've been trying to uh, just kind of get back into a flow of things, uh, mostly with this brand, but also just my. I'm gonna be honest with the listeners. I had to take a little bit of break of just listening to music in general, just because I was kind of getting swamped like pretty hard, and I could find myself just breezing through music in a pretty negative way. I think, I think I found myself just like coasting through songs, which is pretty off brand of me. Um, There was definitely a time when this year has started where I just kind of hit the ground running and I was just trying to embrace all of this music um, that was coming out. And I definitely burnt myself out a little bit. So I've definitely gotten on a bigger track with that. Um, But I've also, uh, it, it was needed. You know, your ears need a break too. Okay. Just as much totally. as you need a break out there, your ears also need a break. Um, yeah. So for me, it was uh, definitely a nice little recharge. And that's why we missed uh, whatever the last past week of not being on the same schedule. But we will be back on the same schedule mm. starting right now. Um, right. Yeah. You can definitely get into a place where you can sort of begin to resent the music. And that's certainly a place I think not only that, that you just, talked about finding yourself but certainly i've been there too and Mm. i'm sure the listeners have have experienced that as well you can you can burn out on things that you absolutely love with all your heart it it happens all the time and you know the whole i've always been a fan of the whole distance makes the heart grow fonder and i think sometimes pushing pushing yourself away from some stuff like that can only make it you know more strong when it comes back into your world and in fact it's an interesting point that you bring up because this whole brand was really born out of that concept because, you know, when we first started doing this, um, when this brand first started to be built, especially on social media and stuff, it was after a really long break for me personally, after, you know, doing the whole semi-professional, you know, DJ thing for as long mm-hmm. as I did, it was, I had gotten to the end of that, that s- semi-career or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, I call it, you know, 
the, the crazy train ride because it was just so much fun and, and wild. But I got to the end of that sort of like, damn, I don't, I'm not loving this music no more. I think I'm a dip and disappear for a little while. And, you know, mm -hmm. that distance and that separation, you know, I came back just as strong and, and we've managed to build what we have now. So like that idea, the concept of just like moving away from something and then coming back to it when you're good and ready is, is probably one of the most healthy things that you can do in life, whether you're talking about music or people or jobs or, or hobbies or, or whatever, it's always good to just take a step back and remove yourself a little bit and let yourself come back to it in a, in a stronger and positive way. Definitely. And I, de one thing I'll touch on and throw on top of that, I think what really gets me um, in a really fun way, especially with this brand is that we've really been able to connect in this quote unquote, small artist nation oh my which god is great yeah. there's so many people that that yeah. love what we do of showing new artists and small small artists mostly um yeah. but i think for me you know for those i mean for for those that don't know i mean i i kind of run the social medias now to help give mm -hmm. dj just some love and like he's like let him create and i'll post and i'll deal with everything but also i'm listening and i'm watching all the dms and then i'll pass them along so i kind of yeah. give the first initial like is this good or whatever <laughs> so like if i'm listening i in the amount of dms that we get from you guys that are great it's and this isn't a bad thing i'm just saying that mm -hmm. i get probably 30 to 40 new songs a day and they're all over the place in genres. So for yeah. me, that's just a lot of music for me to just start taking in again. Um, oh, yeah. And and for you guys, it's not really fair if I'm in a tired place or in a, like a place where I can't listen to music in a very healthy way that I can give right. a good criticism or either say something is good or bad. That's not really fair to anybody out there. Um, yeah. So I'd rather be in a very good place and know for you guys that, I'm going to give my best judgment on it and not give you some half-assed response to it. Um, yeah, so that's absolutely. how I see this. Um, it's so interesting. It's oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. It's so interesting that our platform has turned into, like, I, I always knew that we'd support, you know, the small artists and stuff like that. It's a big, you know, yeah. idea because you know, we're small creators and stuff, but I just never, I don't know why it just sort of has caught me by surprise at how like successful the shit's got potential uh editorial playlist has become you know yeah. it, i i never expected it to be it's it's one of our top playlists like it's it's a top three playlist for us in our in our uh in our you know arsenal and it grows every day so, too i mean i mean i just i looked at it i looked at it uh yesterday and i think it was at uh 16 i think it was right around 16 600 um mm -hmm. and now it's at 1647 so i mean 40 people yep. have followed it today yep. um and again, that's another thing. Like, you know, I take, we take this very seriously and we is take that playlist especially very seriously because, you know, there's so many, so many people that want to get on it, which is yeah. unbelievably awesome and very, very cool to be a part of. But also we have a standard now. Like we have a standard of, yeah. we want to have 25 songs that are good on this playlist. And I think we've done an unbelievable job of doing that every month. Um, and if you, if you guys could see the amount of stuff that we send each other and like just the amount of stuff mm -hmm. that like the processing of what we try to do to make this a special playlist, but also all our other playlists, but especially this one, because there's so many of you that want to be on it. Mm -hmm. Um, but the other nice part about it is that it's crazy to think about, you know, this playlist, I think, and I, I could be wrong one day, but it, 
it's not going to necessarily change your life. Okay. It's just in a place that has a lot of people on it. But that being said, it's been really cool to see people with, again, 45 monthly listeners all of a sudden have a thousand or 2000 or 3000 yeah. or more than that, just because of something that we've put on there. And I think yeah. that's really, really cool for us to see. So, and there's yeah. so many of you guys that have reached out for that and we see all the screenshots and whatever the music or playlists have done for you. Um, that's awesome. So yeah. thank you guys for keeping and sending all that stuff in. So it's just as, it's just as rewarding to see people like Jaking the divine blow up the way he blew up. It's just as rewarding to see that as it is to see somebody who's got like, you know, less than a thousand monthly listeners and their, their player count doesn't even like, you know, break the, it'll show it up on Spotify. You know, it doesn't even have more than a thousand streams on it. Nothing warms my heart more. It's just as cool to see those guys hit that thousand marker and actually have like this, the, the stream count. Yeah, not show less up. Than thousand. yeah. Right. It's just as rewarding to see that as it is to see guys like Jaking absolutely just skyrocket to six figure followings and yeah. stuff. That's just as cool. They're, they're both. Yeah, that one's up to, that's cool. Yeah. That one's up to two and a half million right now, which is really cool. That's, I mean, and the stuff that he's doing, the stuff that he's doing now, yeah. I mean, you could tell like it's really, it's, that's really changed his life, um, which I think yeah. is really cool. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like I can say I was a part of that. So I think yeah, that's really absolutely. cool. To say. Um, there'll be a day, there'll be a day when, when I, you know, he's, he's in our comment sections from time to time, you know, we still keep a very yeah. casual what's up relationship with him. And, you know, we've reached out to him and he's reached out to us about doing interviews and stuff like that. And that's certainly a thing that we want to do in the future is have artists, especially off that shit's got potential playlist onto our podcast and onto our you know platform. Um, but in, it's just not something that we're ready to do right now. We feel like we're still working on the foundation and roots of what we're doing here. And, yeah. you know, that will certainly be something that we do in the future. In fact, there are like, I've been, I kind of want to, I kind of want to tease, not tease it here, but just sort of ask. Wait, 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 wait. Teaser? 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> teaser? Teaser good? Fucking, I, I just want to like. Yeah, I have this idea that I've been kicking around, the, you know, in a long form and, you know, me and you have talked about it a little bit, but I'd love to just sort of ask the audience a little bit and be like, what would, what would y'all, how would y'all feel about a shit's got potential radio show? And yeah. yeah. And, and what I mean by that, and you and me have talked about this a little bit. And what I mean by that is literally just myself or, or David sit down and record the entire shit's got potential playlist for that month, but in a radio show format, sort of like selection radio does or Diplo's revolution radio did does, you know, sit down and say, what's up? I'm DJ. This is the shit's got potential presented by the crunchy beat. You know, here's track number one. This guy's got X amount of listeners per month. This is where he's from. Enjoy. And then literally just have like a radio station where I, you know, sort of do the intros that I like to do and kind of give little 10 second excerpts and, and talk, you know, give a little bit of a commentary on top of whatever the song is, but literally just have an hour ish long stream for you guys to actually listen to the, to the, the playlist as a whole in actual like top to bottom format. So if that's something you guys would be interested in. I'm, I'm seriously, I might just do it. I don't give it. Even if you guys don't want it, I'm going to do it anyway. Fuck y'all. So, well, I think, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you yeah, think. Hey, you know, know, I, I, it's, funny, it's funny as we record. I was just going to say that uh, there was a comment that was like, you know, uh, you know, I'm leaving you guys. It's like, you know, I just unfollowed yeah. you guys and I, whatever. And for us, it's like, 
guys, like you can't hurt me. Like I, you can't yeah. hurt my feelings. Like there's stuff like that, but like, yeah. that's the stuff. Like I like, okay, I don't give a shit, whatever yeah. On to the next one. But I will say uh, just to add on to the radio show thing, the nice part about why we were have been talking about the radio show, especially is because a lot of you guys like the way, our TikToks and Instagram reels and all that stuff have been formatted where it's yeah. a short little intro song. But a lot of you guys uh, don't like the length of this uh, of the video itself because yeah. you don't think that we show enough of the song, which is fine. Like that's totally okay. But we're yeah. kind and my my reasoning and our reasoning behind it is we're just trying to play the algorithms a little bit. Like right. we're trying to play shorter videos that just grab your attention, grab what the song's called, grab the piece of the song that we think is really good, move on. And also yeah. the reason why we want to do the show is because I don't think it's really fair to throw 25 TikToks up or 25 Instagrams up of the monthly playlist of it all that like that's not really fun and it's also yeah. it would be a lot of work for us a lot of editing and all that stuff mm -hmm. like that but this we could do one big stream of consciousness mm -hmm. you can listen to it with us and it becomes a fun little i don't know like a, a again it's like a live show like you just become part of the gig you know so right. you, and that's the thing that we're trying to build here is we're trying to build more of a community with a show not necessarily yeah. just you we show you you know what yeah. i mean so um, but yeah, that's a, that's actually a pretty good intro to this whole thing because, uh, you know, we've, we've, it's been a bit, it's been a bit since we've talked to the audience yeah, right. and everything. And, uh, now let's, uh, we've missed a lot of albums. I mean, it's been like three, so it's what, many. three weeks. We've missed a lot. Um, mm -hmm. we're, we're going to, we're going to catch up a little bit, uh, with just nuanced stuff. Like, I mean, just catch up on stuff, oh, yeah, talk a little bit about it. Yeah, but uh, the two albums that we're really going to talk about in general are Slow Ties, Yum, that came out, and uh, what ugly. was the other one? Or Ugly, Ugly, sorry, the first track's called uh, yeah. Yum. Uh, ugly by Slow Tie, and then we're going to talk about, uh, which one is it again? Masigo's. Um... Masigo's, oh, it's, it's, it's a self-titled, Masigo. Masigo's, yeah. Masigo's album. Um, so let's do that, but before we do that... You know what we have to do, and hmm. it's our hurdle section. Yeah, hurdle time. All right, let's see. Test. Got nothing. That. Nothing. Niet. Oh no! Oh god, did I fuck up? You fucked oh, up. I fucked up. All right, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Patience, patience, everybody. Should I riff? Should I riff? Yeah. yeah, it's great to see everybody yeah. here. You know, I hope traffic wasn't too bad. Uh, <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Any more time. <laughs> yeah. Love is like candy on a shit. I, that's on. That's the only part I know to that song. Fuck. Nope. Nothing. Sorry, Charlie. Oh God, dude, how did I mess this up so bad? <laughs> the dude's so good recently. <laughs> What's funny too is like, isn't there like the only person that can't hear this right now is me, probably. All the listeners can hear this. All the listeners can hear this. You can hear this. I'm literally the only one in the dark. So oh, what we could do, if you can't get it to work, what we could do is play, I, I could play Hurdle through you. And you could try to like explain it to me while listening you know, the, to the and then see if I can guess it through you, worst, like some sort of fucked up deaf charades. Brother, I'm telling you right now, the worst part about this is I could literally, I, I, I'm almost positive I know this song like right off the top of my head. Oh, I got it. A hundred percent. I have it. hundred and fifty percent. Oh, okay. Now I can hear it. Hit me I, again. I'm 
I'm like 99% sure I know this off the rip. Why is it always pop punk? You always get the, you always get the hurdles, man. <laughs> I know. This is uh, so fun. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. We haven't. We actually. Yeah. Have I don't blame. Don't be sorry to me. Blame the. I blame the government. Right. This is the government's fault. All right. Yeah. So, it sounds like some. It sounds like some fucking My Chemical Romance or something like that. You're you're so on it. It's not even I, funny. Yeah. It's not My Chemical Romance. It's even. It's even worse. For, it's even worse and more. Like, okay. Well, hang on. Let me let me try and guess. Let me try and guess. Let me let me All see right. if I can let me see if I can really just guess it without knowing it. Basically. Mm-hmm. Let's just think of the. Mo- okay. Taking okay. Back All Sunday. Right. Is it Taking Back Sunday? Uh, I'm gonna go. Okay. Uh, around the same era that you're spot on the air. So the song came out in like 2007. Mm-hmm. I know I was, I was still in grade school for this, um, okay. but uh, it is uh, harder. The band is harder than that. Like okay. they, it's definitely, it's harder than pop punk. So they don't even, is, is they wouldn't even be, they wouldn't be the pop, the pop part of it. Are they almost like, like metal core type stuff? Like, is it, is yeah, it I would say, little... I would say definitely more like that, more like an Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, so like yes, I I would definitely harder than Mayday Parade. That's a band, right? That was a band, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had a Jamie Oliver. I had a dream last night. (laughs) That one. That's that's yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Harder than Avenged Sevenfold, but no, just around like around that, that like around Avenged Sevenfold. That's the like. Yeah. I think I've named. I think I've exhausted all the bands that I would have been. (laughs) I would have guessed in that in that vein. Uh, hit, me I'm gonna tell the, you, hit me again with the gym jam. Hit me, hit me again. Yeah, yeah. Let me hear I, it. I, I did it. A, I did a second second because I wanted to hear the intro, and I know it's. I know it's. Long. I know it's yeah, I don't know. I, I think I get. I, I, I've stretched the limits of my pop punk dumb. Bullet for my Valentine. Oh, no. Years don't fall. 2005. Okay, <laughs> I was close. I knew I was in grade school. You said 05, didn't you? I think so. Seven, but yeah. I mean, still, um, I'll, I'll give myself credit for that. That's, 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 like, fucking, that's still elementary school. <laughs> I was on it. I was on it. Spot on. But yeah, yeah. it really is <laughs> always. It really does seem to always be way more in your wheelhouse than it is in mine. Like, it's, it's to, really funny. We need to talk. Should we talk to Hurdles? <laughs> yeah, I think actually, we should hit, send him an email. <laughs> well, it's funny because I actually talk to Hurdle and I tell them, hey, you know, I'm not, I don't really benefit anything else during this podcast. Let me have my moment every time. <laughs> Let me just get this Hurdle right and make sure that we're at 100% success rate. <laughs> in the Hurdle scenario, in the Hurdle scenario, I'm you okay in the hurdle scenario you're Lewis Hamilton and I'm Max Verstappen and I just can't seem to fucking get past you that's what this is I just want my one world championship you've already got seven you dick he's got two now he won the last one Um, oh wait spoilers bro I haven't gotten there yet Uh, anyway sorry brother I was wondering but if he's gonna win this season's this season meaning season four yeah the one that uh the uh if you want to know uh what our stats are. We are 15 for 16, 93.8% correct, but that should be 15 for 15 because yes. I fucking skipped it on broke accident. It. I broke it. Broke and uh, we have 10 on the first second, two on the second second, and three on the third second. So yeah. I would say we're pretty fucking good at this. Yeah. Damn, I'm well, kinda, I guess I, maybe I, I am. But <laughs> yeah, Just finding out that Max wins his world championship at the end of the season that I'm watching right now kind of you not is watch, a relief. Did you not watch, you not watch no. the, You don't watch it live? I mean, now I do. Okay, so here's, let me give okay. you the breakdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Let me give you the breakdown. Okay. Of what I've just, we're going to side note away from the music for a right second. Now. Yeah. 
just for a second because it literally has consumed my life. So it's so good. So me and the boys have started a little uh, like pool, basically. So I don't give a fuck about cars. You know, I don't yeah. care. I like the way they look. They're fun to drive, but I can barely change a tire. Okay, so like, I don't really care. It's never been. It's never been my form of of I'm autism. The same way. You know. Same way. <laughs> So like the same way. Well, it's because side note to that, it was funny. My buddy like opened up his like car like the other day. He's like, "Yeah, man." He's looking through. It. I'm like, "Dude, I yeah. have no idea what we're talking about right yeah. now." I was I like, "That's where my windshield wiper fluid goes." That's about right. It. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can speak. I can I can make it. You know, sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I have no <laughs> idea. I was like, yeah, "This is a caliper," and you know, these are the spark plugs. Like, <laughs> I know generally how an engine works, like like just because I just find that fun. Like, but I don't. I digress. I, me and so, I, and the boys. I got three other buddies. Me and the three other the other boys. They fucking love. They love Drive to Survive. Big F one fans. You know all that good stuff. This was a few weeks ago. This was before you know Bahrain, which was week one last weekend. Mm-hmm. And so, they were like, "Hey, DJ, you've got." X amount of weeks to, you know, you got basically you've got 10 days, two weeks to binge the entire series of Drive to Survive. Because what we want to do is you're literally the only one. What we want to do is we want to do a drafting pool for every week and just do like a $10 pot buy-in, you know, low score wins, you know, basically kind of thing. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll watch it. And you know, it's really fun. Like I've definitely got into it. Like I could see why this would just grab the shit out of anybody who has any sort of interest in this at all. Because I literally, the only reason I'm doing this is because I got love for the homies. That's it. And I, I'm in, I'm invested. Like I definitely am getting down with the drama and yeah. And like, I woke up for the, I watched the Bahrain, you know, Grand Prix and it was fun. Mm-hmm. Like I'm enjoying this as just like an exercise to, to have something fun to do with the homies. Um, but I'm still catching up. Like I, I'm just now finishing, gotcha. I'm on the season finale of season four. So I guess Max is about to win his first, his first, uh, world championship, which honestly I'm glad to hear because I swear to God, I thought that they were about to throw a fucking if they lost again to Mercedes, they're going to throw a temper tantrum and just quit and take their little ball home. Cause brother Warner and Max Verstappen are the big fat fucking babies. Brother, just wait till that last race, dude. Just wait. Oh my God. It's awesome. It's so, this, much doing. so much fun. So much fun, dude. I'm and, watch the and, last and, of us, and then I'm going to watch the season finale. It's literally like, it's, it's one, it's one of the best races in, cause it obviously comes down to this last race. Um, right. But it's, 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 it was one of the closest races, but also too, it's, you know, it's definitely yeah. it, it's the we'll turning see. point between Red Bull and Mercedes because this yeah. that year or what was that last not it was two years that was ago twenty twenty one yeah so two years ago uh, it was crazy just because you know obviously Lewis is just was running the world right. and Mercedes yeah. and then all of a sudden Verstappen's just come up and just been this crazy SOB oh, yeah. but yeah. Let's. I'm down. Uh, I'm down. Gotta, I'm I think. It's, I think. It, yeah. It's. I'm into I'm it now. We'll have more. To, we we can talk about it more off air for sure. But so it, so probably it was, do. We just throwing in a drive to survive, like or F1. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm down. I'm down. We just but, like we can just like keep up with the table. Like do like a yep. five minute where where's the table where's sort of the thing. Table? 
I Maybe we can it. look I'm into. In. I heard the. I heard the, um, one of the drivers likes to listen to like the black keys before games or before uh, races and stuff like that. Oh, Apparently, some of them have pretty decent tastes of music. So, yeah, but also, I'd like to. While we're on this point, because I mentioned it before, we were we were before we were uh, recording. I know Daniel Ricardo isn't uh, on the F1 circuit anymore. Yeah, but. There is a there is an episode in season four where Daniel Ricardo walks into the garage and he's about to get into his car and somebody's got staying alive by the Bee Gees playing in the garage and he throws a little mini tantrum about it and says that it's <laughs> shit music. And I've got words for you, Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> Don't ever throw shade on the Bee Gees name like that ever again, you tasteless punk. <laughs> Come on, dude. Saturday night fever. Actually, I, dude, I, I don't mean that, Daniel. I don't mean that. <laughs> Daniel, either. I love you. Daniel. You're a cool dude. I like your style. I, you know, I think you, I think you, uh, I wish you had won a world championship. Obviously that didn't pan out for you. You know, maybe you'll be back. I don't know, but swear to God, man, you really triggered me talking shit on the Bee Gees, man. We like, I'm a disco kid. I love disco. So yeah, watch your mouth. Fucking good. Um, all right. I, I don't know how to transition into the first album we want to talk about. Um, mm, but <laughs> let's just, we're just going to do it anyway. Um, smash, cut, let, smash cut, smash cut, smash cut. Um, anyway, um, so last week, uh, yeah, March 3rd, one of our favorite artists, uh, Slow Tie, came out with his newest record called Ugly. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to just go out and say this, and I think it's just a precursor to some of the other albums we'll talk about, just like in whatever uh, for you know minor detail uh i love the fact that slow tie is switching up his stuff a lot i really do i think it's yeah. it's different it's really really ambitious this record um you could you could kind of see a little bit of his changing a little bit at uh the 2021 album uh tyron uh there's kind of that two-parter where he was definitely switching up off of this uk rap you know, like this, uh, yeah, the drill, not beats. drill. yeah, those drill it's beats, but like, dr it's pretty drill. Yeah, yeah. I would say, I would say the earlier stuff was definitely more drill. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. But my point is, uh, it's really cool to see him mold off of that and develop himself into more of a well-rounded artist and not just a standard one thing. And I hope that's what 2023 is. I hope that because I mean, if this is what we're seeing from guys like Lil Yachty, you know, I was going to talk about Paramore later, like Paramore again, like they had, they were also a little bit all over the place too. Um, I'm really excited to see what other people come up with. Uh, so I think that Ugly is a really, really fun record to listen to top to bottom. Uh, I think that at the end, you can kind of get lost in it. It kind of becomes a little repetitive. Uh, yeah. But at the end, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, yum, great track, selfish, great track. I feel good. The, the one of the singles off of it, great track, happy, great track. So there are definitely some awesome tracks on this record. Um, so shout out to Slow Tie. And also, I was telling you, we were texting about this. Uh, one of my new outlooks that he just went on an interview of was just like, smile at the world and the world yeah. smiles back. What a good dude, man. Yeah. This guy seems like just such a homie. You know, he's yeah. clearly dealt with some shit like growing up great you know like mm -hmm. i'm sorry that, that that's happened and he's totally just turned it around on himself and now he's just yeah. become a really cool dude he's got a kid now i believe and i think he's just seems like a really cool guy to be a part of and be yeah. around so i'm yeah. a slow time he stepped in it a couple times too early in his career really put his mm -hmm. foot in his mouth and a lot of people were sort of i think it was a wake-up call for him in a lot of ways but he's definitely a it's it's it is quintessential don't judge a book by its cover 
you know, cause you oh, look definitely. at him and, and he looks to, you know, he'd scare the, <laughs> he'd scare the, he'd scare the white folks. You know what I mean? Like that guy's, <laughs> you know, there are definitely a couple chads and Karens that would cross the street. You know, so they didn't have to walk next to him. But, well, but what they'd be wrong about is that it's just one of the most kind and loving dudes you'll ever meet in your life, you know? And while I was his like music the way, goes, yeah, he's not, very soft spoken. Exactly. Yeah. And, and he's, he's, you know, he's not the, uh, he's not the smartest, you know, tool in, you know, the shed. <laughs> you know, he's not True. the sharpest crayon in the box. You know, it's, uh, but like you don't have to be. And what I really appreciate about him is that, especially on this record in particular, is how much he just challenges himself uh, emotionally. Like he's he's really really exploring the way he feels about things and the things that have happened to him and how he's chosen to react to them and process them. And the and he's channeled that uh, really raw emotion into a creative, complete work of art that isn't my favorite thing to listen to by him. Like I liked personally, I liked tear and more just like as an album, just from a listening standpoint, I enjoyed it more, but mm. this one is certainly, you can just, you can see here, feel the catharsis on it. It's like, um, especially on, I can't remember the track name itself, but I mean, he straight up opens his heart about losing somebody like an ex-girlfriend that, that he really, mm. really cared about that, that, you know, was, sound like it was brutally murdered or, or something. I'll have to go back and re-listen to it, but just dealing with the trauma and walking us through like how he found out and, and where he was that day. And, and just like really just taking a moment to really put his heart on his sleeve and let us hear about this moment in his life. That was super traumatic. I'm sorry if I, if I messed up what happened exactly, I listened to it a few days ago. I only listened to it once, but it was powerful. Like I was driving my car down the road and almost had to like pull over. It was so shocking and jarring to yeah. hear because I'm not a big lyrics guy first, but that song is so lyrics forward. It's, and he's such a, he's such a, uh, his voice is so strong. It's hard to ignore sometimes, you know, and it was just mm -hmm. so powerful, you know, to hear that. And I've actually gotten to hear, I've, I've seen slow tie live. I, I, uh, I got to see him last year at, at Coachella and he actually performed one of these songs uh, at that show. He, he, he performed Feel Good mm -hmm. at Coachella. So I actually got to hear a little bit off this album before, uh, before it even got released. Um, and it really is, it was an interesting one to see perform because it was such a different movement, you know, compared to, you know, what his other stuff has been known for, you know, which is a lot of just like hip hop mosh pit type stuff, you know, very, uh, you know, it's, it's very in that vein. Um, but yeah, I'm really proud of him for this one. You know, I, whether he sees this or not, or hears it or not, it's probably not, but it's, um, you know, they, you, know you got two game. fans, you got two yeah, fans got in the States fans. that really yeah, appreciate you. Yeah. So. I appreciate the hell out of how much he opened himself up on this, on this album for sure. Yeah. I think, and again, just, I, I just like to reiterate, just it's, it's really difficult to change up styles and really to create a brand of just yourself. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily yeah. to create to a style or create to something, you know, this is definitely something out of your comfort zone. And that's, that's, that's not easy as an artist, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, I think just him getting recognized from a bunch of different angles with the gorillas um, and getting, you know, different oh, angles yeah. of artists that have been able yeah. to work with him. Um, I, I can only assume that that has what helped influence him to go sure. in different directions. Um, 
but that's great. That's that's just just shows the dynamic of who an artist yeah. is and their development. Um, so yeah, hats off to Slow Tie. Yeah, hats off to Ugly. He fits in the gorillas. He fits in the gorillas like aesthetic and domain so well. It's not even funny. Oh, I know. So he bad. could he could play one of the members, you know, the animated members in oh, real yeah. life, and I would like so it, goofy. It, yeah, if the gorillas like suddenly came to life as real people, it would not shock me if one of them was slow tire. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They, they probably Yo, could add him. <laughs> but uh, speaking of the speaking of the the gorillas, did you see Damon Albarn's uh, interview about how he found the uh, uh, the Clint Eastwood yeah, sample? It's just a- just a just a basic whatever yeah. on the keyboard yeah right it's like a it's a it. preset yeah it's a yeah. it's a straight up preset and i wanted to ask you how do you there's a lot of people that are, are like butthurt about it they're they're upset like they're they're sort of criticizing albarn for just blatantly ripping something um and you know what's what's your opinion on on that i gotta say um the other thing that was, was going to be another record. Um, I, that record came out too. I haven't gotten to it yet. The new Gorillas. Oh record. yeah. But Crack I will Island. say, yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't listened to it yet. But uh, I've heard good things. Uh, but back to this comment, dude. I I think that at the end of the day, the man like nobody was doing that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, you just ripping off like old like '90s keyboard sounds. Like yeah. I mean, everybody was using those. Like anybody uses a Juno. You know what I mean? Like those classic, like there's so many presets on that that people use that are on that. Okay. So if you're going to, if there's a, you know, preset sound that somebody put on there and there's no copyrights on it, I don't see what the problem with it is. Um, I think, and you know, that makes me sad because, uh, because you know, Damien Albarn is just a really, really, he's a really, really smart artist. Like he's, he's really good. Uh, and, uh, the fact that, people are kind of dogging on him for, I guess, taking a shortcut. Like who the fuck cares? Like that's a big old, whatever. Like, sorry, he outsmarted you, but you know what I mean? Like, sorry, he beat you to the punch. So in my opinion, I think he's fine, but like, you know, I I think that he did a good job. He made the most out of it. And he's hardly the first, he's he's hardly the first person to do that. Sample work has been a huge part of music since what? The late eighties. I mean, like, have they been, when did, when did, were they, were, were the classic rock bands of the sixties and seventies really sampling anybody? Not really. Were there, were there interpolations? Yeah, for sure. Were there covers that were, you know, very unique to their, to the, that, that band sound? Yeah, for sure. But you don't really see, you don't really see sample culture really break into the mainstream until the late eighties, early nineties with hip-hop you know yeah that's probably the first place that you see like it actually make any sort of impact on and it certainly hasn't like take some of the greatest music producers of all time are are sample producers like jay dilla or kanye west or there are so many people who that's their entire aesthetic is completely yeah it's in 100 percent in art it's you know you wouldn't you do you look at a do you look at an ancient greek mosaic and talk shit about the artist because everything on the wall used to be porcelain potting before it. Yeah. No, he turned it into something completely different. It's, it's its own new thing. So I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of annoying. Like I couldn't believe it when I first saw it, I was like, Oh, that's cool. And yeah. I thought it was funny. I thought it was cheeky, especially the I thought way it was hilarious. It I thought yeah, it was the hilarious. way he brought it up. 
it was a brilliant. It was a brilliant, brilliant point he, in the he, interview. It's a Zane Lowe. It was a Zane Lowe interview. Yeah, it was, it was literally Zane just Lowe like interview. Zane's like Zane Lowe's yeah. just talking. They're talking about yeah. like whatever like, you know how good out. Clint Eastwood was. <laughs> and he was like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was just this. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a fucking Fisher Price preset. Watch this. <laughs> you know that's hilarious. So, good. It's so funny. The other part, that uh, two parts of that was uh, when he was talking about. Uh, they were talking about Blur. And he was yeah. talking about uh, song number two, how it yeah. used to be. He wrote it as like this ballad. Yeah, to it. yeah. And that's all I can think. How I can, and I was like, I was like, Whoa. Oh and, and Zane and Zane just freaks out, yeah. right? And he, I, all I could think about, all I could think about was like, if I could have listened to them in the studio and just Damien Albert on a guitar, like, woohoo. Yeah, <laughs> like and, and then the guitar is just like, nah, yeah. fuck that. We're yeah. going hard in this. This, yeah, is no, this one's got thing. this one's got a punch through space I and time. Love man, that. that's so yeah. sick. That's so yeah. sick. That's uh, so very, that that was a good little sidetrack to that, honestly, yeah. because that I people who think that you know that's a shortcut or anything less than what it is can lick my toe. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's People move on. To, you gotta be careful. Shit, dude. Uh, let's move on to, uh, uh, Masigos, Masegos. I, I'm, I'm fucking it up. Masigo, I, Masego. I think, I think yeah. it's either way. I think it's Masego. Okay. Um, let's go to Masego's Masego record. Um, I'm going to say this. Uh, I hadn't heard of this guy only when we talked about this before the show, but I had, this guy has never been on my radar on, until there was uh, in 2021 or 2020, there was a whole bunch of soul covers that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was for Stand Up. I believe that's who it was. Um, and there was like a bunch of them. And he has a cover of Mercy, Mercy Me that is like, yeah, fucking mint. It's amazing. Fucking mint. So uh, that is my only, only introduction to him. Um, and as I'm listening to this record, uh, you know, I can't help but just enjoy it. It's a, it's a really cool, you know, R and B soul record. Like, I mean, this guy's talented as fuck. His voice is unbelievable. Um, and I like that. It's not just kind of a, a one dimensional record. There's definitely, there's definitely different aspects of uh tempo. Oh, choked on my own spit. Uh, there's definitely like, a, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just built, I don't know what just happened, <laughs> what just happened there. <laughs> I thought I almost threw up. You did? <laughs> that would be kind of hilarious. It'd be like, it'd be like, that would be the, the, the less unbelievable equivalent. Did you see the, the two podcasters who were finishing up their podcast and a car literally ran into <laughs> the wall that they were recording in front yes. of? And just got pinned by a car. Yes. The best part is the guy that didn't get really hit just like is in shock, just turns around, just is calling 911. Like, yeah. just, <laughs> so if David, sorry guys, I almost died on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> but back Check to my point, shit. I just think that there's a lot of different stuff on this. I think there's a lot of tempo yeah. change. I think there's a lot of just, but he definitely shows off his voice and it's very entertaining. So, I mean, that's, oh, yeah, that's kind of how I took from it. So, but you know more about him than I do. Yeah. Or so I'll, I'll let you. Yeah. take the reins i've been a fan i can honestly say i've been a fan of masigo since the beginning uh the first stuff that i listened to him uh actually it's so interesting because masigo took me to so many different other artists that have been in my rotation for about mm-hmm. that long like the first time i listened to masigo was probably 2017 2018 and okay. his first single came out like 2015 so oh, 
the first thing I ever heard by him was actually the first time I ever heard another band too. Uh, was it's a song called Nehu, and it was a single that was released released in 2017, and it's Masigo and Chon or Chon, mm-hmm. the uh, the math rock band, you know. And oh, I've yeah. always been I've always been a, a, a little bit of a casual fan of math rock, and I like Chon a lot too. Um, he does They're the vocals ass. on that, yeah. He does the vocals on that, and it's really amazing. Um, but he also did uh, an EP uh, the year mm-hmm. before with uh, Medicine. It's called the Pink Polo EP. And there's a handful. There's like three or four tracks off that EP that are really, really amazing. And he also, uh, his famous, his most famous track is a song called Tadao uh, that he collabed with uh, French Kiwi Juice on. He, he collabed with FKJ on. And mm. that's the one that a lot of people, a ton of people, that's the one that was sort of the the glass elevator, you know, song for him that was his glass elevator willy wonka glass elevator moment and this album i feel like is i mean the fact that it's self-titled makes so sense because this whole album is is one big ego stroke and i don't mean that in a in a in a mean way or a negative way or a pejorative way um because it's sort of his mama i made it moment you know i like that yeah. And and he's just like, yeah, I'm the shit. I did it. Look at mm-hmm. everything that I've done before. Look at all that I've created up to now. And this is the culmination of that. So fuck yeah, I'm going to name it after myself. Mm-hmm. And it's not the most adventurous album in the world. It's, in fact, it's pretty basic. It's pretty vintage Masego. There's nothing really here that steps outside. Nothing on this album made me go. That's that's different and crazy and wild. Mm. I love that. Mm. But it was just like a fun Masigo album to listen to. Masigo album to listen to. Like it was just just fun. And the only song that I I, I saved off of it was um, oh what the hell? Why didn't it? Hang on one second. Let me see. Like that's so weird. Uh. The only song I saved off of it that suddenly has been taken off of my panic. save list. Don't panic. Don't panic. I'm not panicking. I'm cool. As I'm, a not cucumber. I'm cool. Everything's Whatever. All right. I saved I only saved one off of it. I don't know why I took it off like that. That's such, that's so shitty. Fuck you, Spotify. Respectfully. <laughs> respectfully fuck we still you love Spotify. you. Yo, shout out to yeah. Spotify. We do love yeah, Spotify. You know, pay us. But also fuck you right now. Yeah, but also yeah. fuck you. <laughs> yeah um Suck. yeah it just it was, a, it was a cool album there was nothing on it that was terribly crazy um yeah it was cool i've always liked him uh i think there was moments in this album where it kind of felt a little bit self-serving but like i said that was the whole fucking point you know and, and i'm happy for the guy we we mm-hmm. should all be so lucky to to be able to just be like put our dick on the table and be like yeah it's made of gold yeah that's awesome yeah we should all have our, we should all have our gold member moments Oh, for sure. For sure. Agreed with that. Um, but yeah, overall, good good little listening, good little record. Um, yeah. Other stuff that's come out, um, I got to sh- give a shout out. And th- it's not going to be a great take, but all I'm going to say is that, look, w- whatever your thoughts are on Morgan Wallen, that's fine. But to release a 36-song album, dude, oh what the fuck, man? Oh brother, God. brother, make it two albums. It's two hours long. You know what he should. I mean, have and I mean, album, and, right? no, <laughs> what, what should we have called it? He should have straight up called it cocaine. Is what he should have called 
<laughs> but Jesus I, Christ, dude, it's 36 songs. And dude, the lowest, the lowest played song on the album right now is like 3 million. <laughs> There's oh no God. interludes. There's no nothing. That's oh, 36 God. songs. Come so up for air. I, in my opinion, and I don't know how the fuck you do that. So again, whatever your thoughts are, and I mean this for the people at home, you probably already yeah. know our thoughts. I just yeah. mean it this way. That's fucking unbelievable. That's yeah. unbelievable. That is that is a widespread of catalog now. Like you just took, yeah. you took, and and I mean his last album before that was like it was already like fifteen or whatever. It was longer than that. It was like thirty songs on that too. There's thirty songs. That's the double album. But like there's fifteen and fifteen. Like what are we doing? What what happened to just like okay you can release two albums in a year? Why can't they be two different ones? Yeah, what's I don't the, know. I don't know. I don't know what the significance of it is. Think he wanted to do that? You think? I bet it was just like him going. Let's see what I can. Let's see how far I can push this fan base. Maybe. <laughs> and and they are. Oh, trust me, it's pushing the fan. I mean, fuck. For the lowest song, literally the lowest one is like three million on the dot. That's crazy. This is gigantic. What's the runtime? Two hours? You said two. Like two hours on the. It's like an hour fifty-four. Fifty-two. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! It really is. They should. He shouldn't have called it one thing at a time. He should have called it one fat. Gator tails with the boys. That's what he should have called it. <laughs> Fat Gator. That's that's Fat gotta Gator be. That. <laughs> yeah, you just call it. You should just call it Snoogie. You should just call it fucking Snoogie Bujies, bro. Like this is straight up. This is straight up. Just him going. Yeah, you know what we do. We should fucking make an album two hours long. Man. Two hours <laughs> long. You want to make an What's album that, two uh, hours long? Holy fucking I'm, shit! I feel so good. What's right that? Now. Uh, uh, that TikToker that does the uh, the limericks. Oh my god, that, that guy was hilarious. Yes. That that's what it reminds yeah, me. Yeah, he of. does right, the we're country song. Yeah, right, what's the country song? Like, like, <laughs> okay, uh, give me a give me a southern city. Give me a southern city. Uh, Dahlonega. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about Dahlonega. Johnson City. Uh, Johnson City. Yeah, Johnson City. Johnson City. All right, Johnson City. All right, no, no, no. give me a give me a type of truck. Uh, Ford F one fifty. Okay. All right, now. Give me a cheap, uh, give me a cheap type of beer. Okay, uh, Bud Light. Okay, Bud Light, Bud Light. Okay, so there's a <laughs> girl's name. Give me a girl's name. Southern girl's name. Give me a double name. Make it a double name. Maria Lee. Yeah, and then we're gonna make it two hours long. Fuck. <laughs> and then you Morgan, relax, dude. <laughs> you know what His did? heart yeah, is <laughs> but he was like, he was like, all right, okay, 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 okay. So then, okay, this is gonna be the G chord on three of these songs at this part, and we're gonna start it there. And it's like that's how they wrote every single one. Jesus, wow. Uh, anyway, that was enough of Morgan Wallen for the day. But uh, other stuff that's come out, obviously, uh, Paramore. This is why another cool yeah. record. It's just off of. It's definitely plays off of. Uh, uh, what's the record before that? Something laughter. Uh, Dude, I didn't even oh, finish God. it. I thought I mean it was cool. After laughter, after laughter. Uh, so it was their first album in six years, which is also pretty insane to think about. Um, like they've been making music. God, I guess they've so, just been touring on the old stuff, and and then just it's just a lot of touring on the old stuff, and Haley Williams just generally being hot. Yeah, I think, that, she's I think awesome. that does a really, I think that does a good job of keeping her in the conversation. Is that she's an yeah. abs- she's got an absolute dump truck, and she's <laughs> rad as fuck. <laughs> we all saw the clip. We all know we all what just, clip we're everybody. talking about. There are two clips. Just... It's her taking off a hoodie and that ass going in two different directions. <laughs> it's like, a... and then her straight up crip walking, which is sick as fuck too. 
also sick as fuck. It was a uh, uh, God who is it? it was one of her like there's an NBA player that used to be like one of her neighbors growing up, which is hilarious. That's really? awesome. Yes, from like Mississippi, and then like an NBA. She she said like, oh my friend, yeah, blank who grew up who was one of my neighbors, and yeah. then it's like a really yeah. uncommon. It was a pretty uncommon name, right? But we were like, wait, this guy grew up there. Like, was that yeah. your neighbor? And he was, she was like, oh yeah, it was. I gotta look that up. But um, she casually anyway. flexed on everyone like she that. Casually flexed. Casually. Good for her. So this is why she was. Sorry. This You're is why she awesome. was my my first crush. This is why, crush, 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 dude. That's why. <laughs> well done, oh David. I see you. Oh, I see you. Ding, 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 um, ding, ding, ding. Other than that, uh, was there what anything? Was the other could... album that we were going to listen, we were going to talk about last time we were going to record. There was one other one. Skrillex. I can't even remember. Oh, yeah, the two oh, Skrillex, the Skr- the two Skrillex Skr- albums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Skrillex, too. Uh, I don't really want to yeah, talk about them, honestly. We don't have to. We don't have to. Yeah. But all I'm saying is that it is worth mentioning. Uh, shout out to they Skrillex cool. for, uh, um, Again, you probably could have made them on one album. Uh, now I'm going to take the Morgan Wallet method. They should have just put it on one. <laughs> Stop releasing two. Maybe that's why. That's why he put it on one album. So he didn't have to do two, just like Skrillex. He didn't have to go no. through two different album covers. There you sense. go. There it is. Those, Morgan, those I understand albums, now. Those two albums were stylistically very different, but but also oh. vintage at the same time. Yeah, dude, dude, I just love the sounds that he kind of – yeah. makes up dude it's he's up there with insane. he's up there with like he's up there with like flume and like the impact that he's had on the electronic music space as far as just setting a precedent for what everybody else has built in front of him do you know there's another one that i was thinking of um speaking of art speaking of influential artists especially djs um calvin harris there was mm-hmm. i forgot i was watching something and there was just like I think it was like 2016 or 2015 or something like that. And they like were going through like the top, um, God, what is it? The uh, number one songs in the country, but they were, it was like that, uh, that, uh, that chof, that flow chart can say that, that like, like go up and down, like with the songs, you know what I mean? Like where it would go and then it would kind of play the song and then it was like, oh, you know what I mean? Right. So, like, it, it, was, like, goes through, it goes through it, time. Yes, um, and it, and and it, it was just like, like how it how it dips on the billboards or whatever, yes, and how often, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And dude, just how many songs that he had back in the day, dude. That yeah. guy was that guy was champion. That guy, yeah. Skrillex, Skrillex had like Skrillex was good in, yeah. in a lot of ways, but he didn't have like really big commercial success. Like the streets knew about Skrillex, you know what I mean? And then like everybody was like, all right, this fucking now like like because dubstep wasn't really played on the you know it wasn't played on yeah. uh, the radio. But Calvin Harris had a chokehold on everything. So shout out to Calvin Harris. I was watching some of those videos again. So he produced my favorite. He produced my favorite Rihanna song. It's I guess it's technically a Calvin song because it's on Which one? eighteen months. We found love. Uh, yeah, That's that so one's actually that one's actually featuring Rihanna. Yeah, I think that is because it's on eighteen months. It's on that twenty twelve album. That you know the the yeah. in my opinion eighteen months is is going to go down as one of the greatest electronic albums of all time. Especially EDM specifically, particularly EDM. I mean, um, you feel so close. Oh god. Yeah. I we need found, your love. like that album. That album alone. These are the these are the album like bounce. We oh, feel so yeah. close. We found love. I, I I just pulled it up. Those are back to back to back. That's the that's yeah. the order on the album. And all three of those, first of all, one of them, the we found we found love has a billion streams with a B. Yeah. But then B. it goes down. And then you've got "I Need Your Love" featuring Ellie Goulding. Nothing, yo. 
like, where did she go? Sweet nothing, Florence. Oh, you know, we, we love Florence. And they, they don't like, uh, actually, that, that's kind of it. Everything else. Let's that. go with Neo. She's a pretty good one, too. Yeah, yeah. Too. Another big one. Yeah, um, the dude absolutely has one of the greatest too. catalogs of all time. He's got three tracks that have a billion streams on them alone. And yes. No, four. Excuse me. I'm stupid. We found love with uh, featuring Rihanna, One Kiss featuring Dua Lipa. Yeah. Uh, this is what you came for. And then Summer. And that, you know, that's probably not all of them. He's probably got no, other no, ones that have to be. The dude's great. Uh, actually, actually, feels feels uh, by Pharrell is nine million away from a billion as well. So that's it's not. Oh, dude, how days, deep dude. is your love, dude? This guy's got fucking barriers yeah. for days, man. Yeah, right, that was our that was us sucking Calvin off for a little bit. Yeah, um, get up, but we're uh, out here just meat riding Calvin Harris. <laughs> but uh, all, all to circle back to uh, Skrillex. Shout out to Skrillex for yeah, being yeah. Right, this was this, 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 this was <laughs> love for Skrillex that suddenly turned into a fucking Calvin Harris fan club. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like to your what? point though to your point though about talking about skrillex you are right like his dubstep stuff with his his og skrillex stuff certainly broke into the mainstream but in a very underground way which feels mm -hmm. contradictory but that's th oh, yeah. that that's that goldilocks zone certainly exists mf doom yes. made an entire career out of that goldilocks zone right there even before he he passed away and and his fan base grew even more he was still yeah. the underground rapper. He was your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. And yeah. he had millions of followers, millions and millions of listeners and followers. So there is a, there is a world where you can be underground and mainstream roughly at the same time. And Skrillex is certainly a good, a, a good comparison in, in, to that in the EDM world. Cause scary monsters and nice, nice sprites uh, definitely is, is an album that scared the hoes for sure. But I will say this though, to your to, uh, to to sort of contradict your point, I think he did have that mainstream success. Mm -hmm. He just didn't do it as Skrillex. He did it as Jack U, and he needed Diplo and and Justin Bieber yeah. to help him. That's I'll take that. That's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah, because um, I think those two albums, I think the two albums that he dropped, one of them really, really felt like Jack a Jack U album. It's almost to the point where it made me kind of wonder. You know who is really doing most of the legwork for the Jack U project? This yeah. is the way I see. Because after that, mm -hmm. I kind of had. A, I never really had thought about it before. But when Jack U came out, the what's what's Diplo's strong suit? What's like his strength? It's his live performances. The dude. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a very good. Right. He's a he's great. Dude, uh, read the right. room, DJ. Right. He knows how to throw a motherfucking party. That's yeah. why he is who he is. Cause he's not the best producer in the world. He's really more of a DJ than he is a producer. Uh, in my opinion, um, I was going to say, I, I would like to contradict that and say that that MIA record. Very good. Okay. That's fair. Dude, that is did, true. He was okay, on so maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm putting my foot in my mouth a little bit here, but um, no, I would, I would, I would say more that he's a better, uh, I would say the live performances outweigh his production value. Yeah. I would say, I that. think, I think in the in the scope of what the Jack U project was, Diplo was brought in because he's cool as fuck and he knows how to throw a party and he's an extrovert. I don't think Sonny's very extroverted. He he certainly is a social guy. Like there's no he's not like a he's not like a fucking weirdo. You know, he's not like uh 
he's not like uh, Nick Swartzen and bench warmers where he's like afraid of the sun. He's eating sunscreen, yes. you know, like <laughs> he's not that weird. He's not like agoraphobic. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Diplo certainly has a, a, the, some of the most impressive crowd work I've ever witnessed in my life. Uh, it's, not only alone, but the stuff that he did with major laser as well, not to get too far away from the point we're talking about, but yeah, yeah. I think, I think Diplo brought uh, the live performance that was his strength uh skrillex brought the production quality and his aesthetic i think i think the jack u aesthetic was really like the brainchild of skrillex and i think what justin bieber brought was a new audience to both of them and i think they were able to because what justin bieber this is something this is a point that i've had for a really long time about justin bieber it was okay for guys like us to proclaim that we've liked Justin Bieber after he did his work with Jack U. He became cool to the boys. He was no longer like a teeny bopper, you know, for the girls only little teenage heartthrob anymore. He really stepped into. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we had to keep the secret. We had to, I had, I finally was able to come out of the proverbial closet and proclaim my love for J Biebs. Exactly. Just like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it really was, it was such an impressive rebrand by by Biebs to really be like, hey, I've grown up and here's a way for you to grow up with me. And that man lost nobody. He lost nobody. nobody. He only gained nobody. all three of them only gained. It truly mm-hmm. was an impressive like meeting of the minds. It's one of my it's one of my favorite electronic music supergroups, uh, you know, super collabs of all time for sure. Agreed. Um, very much yeah, agree that, with that. that that second album felt very very Jack U esque, and the first album felt uh, almost vintage Skrillex. I think he even I think in, on the first one he even threw in a yes oh my god. I think there was I oh, think yeah. he threw the sample back in there. So oh, I think yeah. that was what he was going for. I think it was sort of like a here's a refined scary monsters, and then here's a refined Jack U. Boom, double drop. You fucking filthy fiends. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. That's a good take. I actually appreciate yeah. that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But Came from the heart. Uh, I just I I love this. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note. Uh, just to, to the listeners out there. Uh, so we both we both came into this like you know what? Uh, it's not as not as a chore to do this. This isn't a chore. This is just so no, much no, fun no. for us to do. We're just we, tired. we're both we're tired. <laughs> And we it's both looked at it. We're going to be a man. This is going to be like a 30 minute episode. We'll just, we'll yeah. try to get through it. Like blah, blah, blah. And we're already at 58 minutes. So yeah, we're I'm going to, <laughs> we're, we're going to tap on it, but uh, we're going to end the episode how we always do uh, with mm-hmm. our crunchy artist of the episode. Uh, I will start off first um, because I found this guy uh, through our DMS. Um, he messaged me all the way from South Africa. Um, and he ended up making our uh, shit's got potential playlist um his name is earldridge he has Dope. a song called delight that is on our potential playlist of this month um he's really talented I, I i don't really have much more to say than this kid has a thousand three hundred fourteen monthly listeners i would assume that this song is kind of blowing up a little bit it's got sixty six thousand plays um and honestly you should just you should get on now because I believe that this kid has something going for. I don't know if he's really a kid, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a kid. Uh, and he is really talented and you should give him a listen. So Earl Dridge is my country artist of the episode. Nice. Fuck yeah. That's a good one. 
shouts out to him, man. Congratulations. You did and it, shout out to yeah, shout out to that guy for just DMing. And also just for the fact that like it's funny. I'm again, I we've said this probably a hundred times on this podcast. You guys are very thankful that we respond. And I'm telling you, we get hundreds and hundreds, and I'm 99.9% sure I see all of them. I yeah. very re- I'll go into the hidden messages requests and I will yeah. go through them. Okay, so I will at least see it. We get all okay, of if you them, send me yeah. some, if you send me some nonsense, I probably won't really open it. But yeah. like if you send me a song, I will really there's a 90% chance I'm going to listen to it. Don't so, ask us if we respond. Like, do you yes. do you do you respond? <laughs> no, we so don't. Do. If you're just gonna put that much minimal effort into it, put some fucking yeah. work to it. I love it. You know? But yes, uh, shout out to Earldridge, shout out to South Africa too. That's pretty cool. Nice. Hell yeah. Your okay. turn. My crunchy artist of the episode is another classic throwback. So, and we talked about Royksop last time we recorded, and people yep. seem to really like that. So, I'm hitting us with another throwback classic. This one is coming all the way from Eiffel 65, if you remember oh, these guys. Shit. Now, I oh. say that, and I'm sure the first place your brain goes is I'm don't, blue. Don't don't get me rock hard like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just fucking double cheek, double cheeked up on a Thursday. You know, no, it's but, and as much as as much as we love that, because if I was green, I would die, hundred yeah, percent. I fucking love that song. I really do. The, this the techno era in the early two thousands, late nineties so was was fucking bonkers. All right, immaculate. And these guys are definitely a, a part of that. But it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm blue. The song that I found myself voraciously consuming over the last uh-huh. week or so was a little ditty called My Console. All right. So and if good. you don't remember this one, it's literally just early 2000s, late 90s techno pop, but they're singing about the, the video games that they loved. And I had forgotten how much I loved this song. Like, And when I say I used to, I was listening to this when I was like in the fifth grade. I had, yeah. I don't even know. I can't even remember how I found it. Probably Fuse TV or something like that. But it's the one that goes like Tekken Three, yeah. Metal Gear <laughs> yeah. Solid, yeah. Resident Evil, yeah. Gran Turismo, Omega <laughs> Boost, Bloody Row. It's so good, dude. And then that there's just like so these good. huge organs that come in in that very techno uh-huh. fashion. It's so good, bro. That is and so I good. have just been like living in my own little, you know, my own little techno world for the last like week or so. And that song, if you haven't listened to my console by Eiffel 65 in a long time, I would highly encourage you to go back and give that one a revisit. It is so stupid. And I, in the best way, it's just like straight up, just so much fun. And the guys, I, rem- I, I I followed a little rabbit hole and stuff, and they actually talked about it in an interview where they were like, yeah, we were just like, you know, we were just sitting in the tour bus and we were playing video games and we wanted to talk about the video games. And like, that was like the whole thing. They were just like, we wrote it down. At one point, they just start, they just start spelling out PlayStation. Like it's fucking <laughs> Gwen Stefani's bananas, you know, like, like P-L-A-Y-S-T-A-T-I-O-N. And they do that like 90 times. It's electric. It's just that speaks is to electric. the era so much. I'm getting pumped up. Just, I'm going to listen to it after we're done recording. <laughs> it's just so fucking fun and so stupid. And it actually inspired a playlist. I'll, you know, I, I'm not going to make it public right now because I'm not done with it. But I've, I'm building a techno pop playlist now of all the late 90s and early 2000s, like techno pop, you know, jams. So be on the lookout for that too. I fucking love it. So yeah, man. That's well, the uh, 
Well, this nonchalant episode turned into a good one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think so. I think I love it. Um, well, DJ, so. we will be back on a regular scheduled program in approximately two weeks. Um, and yeah. for those of you, thank you for being patient with us. Yeah. We love you guys very much. Tell somebody you love them. Hopefully, uh, what did I say? Uh, shit, what do I always say? Oh, relax your shoulders. Uh, tell, us, tell us what we did right. Hopefully, we didn't do a whole lot wrong. Uh, yeah, relax your shoulders. Drink some water. Yeah, relax your tongue. Take the tongue off the roof of your mouth and wash your ass. Wash it. Tekken 3, Metal Gear Solid. All right, brother. All right, I love you. Love you too, brother. Peace out. See you soon. Peace out, Cub Scout.